The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Positive Living right here on Voice America, America's Voice. Now, I've been doing radio programs on Voice America for now about seven years. I was one of the pioneers here, and they started with about 20 shows, and now they have, oh, 250 or 300 shows. And it's wonderful to see the kind of information that we can bring forth by interviewing such amazing guests and such positive people, and the network really does try to do that. My guest today is Dr. Dan Booth Cohen, and he has a system. He has a system where he helps people heal from addiction, grief, and depression. His system is called Hidden Solution Systemic Constellations. And Dan Booth is an internationally known psychologist who helps individuals and families resolve their most difficult conflicts and problems using an emotionally grounded and deeply profound European method known as the systemic family constellation. The constellation process can help with any urgent problem on an issue that can be described in just a few sentences. Dan is equally comfortable sitting with convicted murderers in prison children of Nazi perpetrators and Jewish Holocaust survivors, or wealthy individuals and families in the privacy of multi-million dollar homes. Most of those who seek his help are ordinary people struggling with ordinary problems of our times, such as relationship conflicts, money and career problems, loneliness, depression, addiction, and physical symptoms. His new book is I Carry Your Heart in My Heart. And he says that we carry memories of past sorrows and heartaches inside of us, and that once we get into those feelings, and new possibilities for change and growth open up. Welcome, Dan. Thank you, Patricia. Wow. Boy, this work is really profound, isn't it? It is very, yes. Mm. You know, I said to you before the break, and this is something I'd like to do, I'd like to get right into this because, you know, we hear a lot where people will say, you know, if you do these steps, it'll work. If you do that step, it'll help you. And sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't. You go to the root of the issue. So what I'd like to look at if you will, is a typical issue. There are three issues that I think that most of us have at one time or another in our life, and they're deep. And have you look at that and tell us how you would address that from the systemic constellation. And the name of your website is Hidden Solution without an S, dot com. All right, so, Dan, if we look at, and I know you've worked with prisoners, as you said, you've worked with folks who have been in concentration camps and wealthy people, so it's run the gamut. But we all have the same emotions, don't we? Yes, it's universal, absolutely. So let's look at someone who's struggling financially in these economic times. Uh, maybe they haven't saved enough. Maybe their 401K is, is, uh, is waning, uh, and they're scared. They're just scared of their security and stability. 
Okay. Well, that's an issue that I see uh, quite a lot. It's something I have experience with outside of doing constellation work because I have an MBA and I've uh, owned a business. I've been a a corporate manager for many years, and so I understand uh, the world of uh, uh, the economy and finance and and business. And, of course, in the present present economy, there's uh, so many people have uh, lost their jobs or they're working two, three jobs to uh, try to pull enough money in to be able to... uh, fund their uh, their living, and people are very afraid. So, of course, there's a macroeconomic situation, which is the wealth in this country is evaporating uh, very rapidly. We had a big shock last summer and into the fall with the fall of the stock market and a big spike in unemployment. Uh, and that's an external reality that people have to deal with. What When people come to me, what I find that that makes the situation worse for so many people is their relationship to winning and losing is a very skewed. That when they get a setback or a financial loss of some kind, it creates an avalanche of negative uh, thoughts uh, within them and feelings, and they become overwhelmed and, and sometimes paralyzed uh, because the loss uh, they connect in their their mind to other losses that have occurred uh, during their lifetime, and they may think of uh, a parent that lost, a grandparent maybe lost everything, and suddenly they, uh, their whole kind of panorama uh, when they look at their life becomes uh, darkened and gray because mm-hmm. they, they see this sequence of losses. And it makes it very difficult for them to respond to the given situation here and now in a constructive way. So the, the constellation, uh, what we see when we uh, do this process, uh, looking at the family as a, as a large system and looking at humanity as a system, we can see that there's always an exchange of give and take, winning and losing, that's always in balance with each other. Mm-hmm. We can just think of our breath. Uh, we take in a breath and we let out a breath, and it's always balanced. So... Losing is simply just a part of the exchange. It's something that happens to everybody all the time. We're advancing in some areas, and we're falling behind in other areas. We're doing some things right, and we're making mistakes at times. So the so what, object... What you're saying is what's really important is to understand this is almost part of the evolutionary process. And what we do that makes it so complex is we personalize it, we bring it into our self-esteem, and then it does damage. Yes, we, 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 we look at losses as a catastrophe because we connect them to the catastrophes that have occurred uh, in our own lives and in the lives of our parents and the lives of our grandparents. And, and when we look at family histories, the catastrophes are out there. There have been wars, there have been famines, displacement, people have been made refugees. Uh, there's been all kinds of, of losses, but... People have survived. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be alive and breathing unless the people that endured those losses found a way to survive and for life to continue. So the, the key that, that I see that helps is to get people into a good relationship with, with losing, to understand that losing is part of life. And it's really just about 50% of any exchange mm. that we, don't, we can't just win. Um, 
it's it's not a constructive goal to just think of winning as being the only thing because it's just not consistent with human experience. So when we do that, if we can let go of losing and not look at it as losing, you know, with, with the charge around it, then we can free ourselves up to gain more? Then we just respond to the situation. We have, a, we have a real situation, and we have to deal with it, and we're able to deal with it in the best way that's possible. And take, Without take the, the most charge around it step. is what you're saying. Pardon? Without the charge around it. Yes, without uh, a feeling of being overwhelmed, of being paralyzed, and of uh, uh, a, a self-flagellating uh, attitude of uh, what terrible people we are, how stupid we are, how could we have done such a thing, you know, how did we, why did we listen to the Fidelity Broker? Well, you know, 25 million people listen to the Fidelity Broker. It's not <laughs> a personal failing that, that your yeah. 401k went down because you didn't sell it when it was at the top. That's what happened. But if we get ourselves balanced and understand that winning and losing is just a part of the exchange of life, then we just deal with the situation as it is in the best possible way. Mm. Very well said. All right, now, what's the difference between you working with a prisoner someone who's been traumatized in the concentration camp 50 years ago and a very, very wealthy family in their ivory tower with the best of everything. Are there differences, or in the common denominator, are we the same? That's a great question. Fundamentally, at one level, people are fundamentally equal. And at another level... Uh, there's a great variety of human experience. So there's a certain sense, of course, that someone who's uh, living in a mansion in Newport and someone who's uh, imprisoned in Cranston, are, their life circumstances are completely different and their histories are different and uh, they're very different people in, in many, many ways. At another level, they both had mothers. They both had fathers. Uh, they were born from their mother. Uh, they're going to live a certain period of time, and then they're going to die. And in that sense, uh, they're quite equal. Mm. All right. We're going to take a break in a minute. Before we do, before we talk about some of the other things, tell us about some of the workshops that you're doing um, around the country, Dan. Well, well, I'm working really all, all around the country and in, in Europe also. I've, been, I've made four trips to uh, Europe in the last year, to Norway, Germany, and Holland. And in the past few months, I've been to uh, California, uh, Pennsylvania, and I do work here in the New, New England area. I'm based in New England. Uh, so I really travel uh, quite a bit. I was actually just in New York yesterday. I'm going to be in Providence, Rhode Island tomorrow night. And do you do individual sessions or group sessions? I do, I do individual work one-on-one. I was in a, a, a person's home last night. I also did a group in Manhattan yesterday, and I do work on the telephone. Uh, it actually works very, very well, where people call me from all around the world, all around the country and all around the world, and I do telephone constellations, and, and that work is, is beautiful. I did a, work, uh, a piece of work a few days ago for a woman in Sao, Sao Paulo, Brazil, mm. who called me who was having a relationship issue with her boyfriend, and... Uh, we spoke on the phone for about an hour and a half, and she felt a, a great feeling of peace and also felt much stronger to be able to deal with the, uh, the situation than, uh, at the time that the call started. Isn't that wonderful? My guest is Dan 
Booth Cohen. His book is I Carry Your Heart in My Heart. Dan Booth Cohen spent five years leading monthly systemic family constellation circles with prisoners. His book tells the stories of these experiences, but he's also worked with people of all socioeconomic levels, all races and groups, and he talks about the common denominator of I Carry Your Heart in My Heart. When we come back, we're going to talk to Dan about another big issue, and that's relationships, what he would do with that. So you're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guests jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america hey dad what i can't get the ketchup bottle open here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin right here on VoiceAmerica.com of America's Voice. We have a really heartfelt, intuitive, and profound guest. I think those would be three good words to use. My guest is Dr. Dan Booth-Cohen who is an internationally known psychologist who helps individuals and families resolve their most difficult conflicts and problems using an emotionally grounded and deeply profound European method known as systemic family constellation. His new book is I Carry Your Heart in My Heart. And as the title suggests, we carry the memories of past sorrows and heartaches inside of us, not just our own, but our parents and our ancestors. And you can log on to Hidden Solution, one no S, HiddenSolution.com. And Dan travels all over the world, gives workshops. He'll be in the New England area this week. So do check, check this out. All right, Dan, welcome back. Thanks, Patricia. Okay, let's talk about the relationship issue. There are three I want to cover, but one more I want to cover, and that's health. But for those people, either any relationship they're struggling with or they want to find the relationship and they can't, 
or they choose the wrong people, people that are unavailable either physically or emotionally, or they're with somebody who they're going to stay with, but that person's unavailable as well emotionally. Talk about that. Well, the image that um, came to me when you asked the question is I pictured a, a bowling alley with the pins set up. And if you imagine the individual, uh, maybe one of your listeners or any individual, is the, the head pin, the front pin. And behind them, they have their mother and father. And the next row back are the grandparents and the great-grandparents behind them. And, and that's how life is received, that each individual has, in, in their past, has this family structure behind them. And when the pins are arranged in that classic order, the person feels a lot of support and strength behind them. Yes. But what has happened through human history is bowling balls have come down those lanes and knocked the pins over and set them askew mm -hmm. from all types of traumas. Uh, everything imaginable has happened in the past. So most people's experience is that they're not standing at the front of a triangle with their parents and grandparents and all their ancestors behind them, but they find themselves alone in some way. And there's people missing behind them. There's people knocked down. And they just feel very shaky. They just feel like the next bowling ball is going to come and knock them over. So, and there's an emptiness and loneliness with that, isn't there? Yes. There's a very much of an empty feeling. So that person goes out into the world, puts on a nice outfit, she puts her makeup on, and she goes out looking for love. And, of course, she, she's going to be attracted and find somebody, uh, if this is a, a, we're talking about a woman, the man is going to have some similar pattern behind him, some pattern that somehow is complementary to what the woman's pattern is. And so they, they meet and come together, and there's a period in the immediate time where they feel, oh, I found you. I found the person who's going to make me whole and complete. But what happens is over a period of time, it, it's, sometimes it's in a short period and sometimes it takes longer, but sooner or later... What's missing in the background is felt in the relationship. And the relationship suffers under the strain that the other person can't really make up for those pins that are knocked down or those mm -hmm. missing people right. or for the, the after effects of trauma that are still alive today. Right. And so the relationship uh, it becomes under strain and eventually it uh, uh, crumbles. So that's kind of the... The, the base pattern, the, the solution that I work with is to well, find a way to uh, uh, heal and restore what's in the past and, and to get people what in good contact. People, what about those people, and, and there are millions of them, and I'm sure you work with them, that just stay? They're, you know, there's a piece missing, mm -hmm. but they stay because of the image and everything looks good, but there's something really missing, but they're not going to leave. Well, they suffer in comfort. You know, if they have, if the situation is uh, uh, is tolerable, but it can be very lonely. I mean, people in yes. in marriages can be lonelier than people who are single. Hmm. And loneliness is a real factor in our culture, isn't it, Dan? Absolutely, it's a huge issue. Uh, so many people feel are uh, disconnected. Uh, it's part of the American experience is uh, we've ex experienced a lot of disconnect 
and our culture is one that just keeps people moving forward and doesn't really want to deal and heal the past. And uh, the past catches up with us one way or another. Uh, it has a way of need to, needing to be seen, and when it's not seen, it finds a way to get our attention, uh, often in very unpleasant ways. So there's, I think what you're saying is there's really no escaping it. You may think you are, but there really isn't. You can cover it, and you can hide it. Do you think that's where addiction stems from? We hide it, we drink, or we have too much sex, or we gamble, or we smoke, or we eat, to mask those feelings so that temporarily we feel better? Well, I mean, alcohol is a painkiller. So people that have a lot of pain and have difficulty uh, tolerating the pain, which would be most everybody that, that feels it, uh, they're going to find a way to, um, uh, to dampen that pain, and alcohol is a, is a way to do it. Uh, the thing that I see very often working with addiction, and alcoholism in particular, is that there's missing fathers. That there's, it's, it's really hard to comprehend how these effects just cascade down through the generations. But when I work with alcoholics, I say, what about your father? Or what about your grandfather? And I would say eight to nine times out of ten, there's a missing father. And there's a, there's a, there's a child, a small boy, it often goes back several generations, who's missing his father. And there's a great pain. And the pain gets covered up with alcohol, and then the alcohol just continues down through the men in the family one generation after another. All right, folks, you can give us a call at 866-472-5787 if you're listening on August 3rd live between 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern and 11 noon a.m. Pacific. And you can certainly go to Voice of America, look up Patricia Raskin, and listen to the show, which will be archived. And so let's talk about the, the actual process, the systemic family constellation process. Is there a certain set of questioning that you take people through or certain steps? Well, there's a, there's a sequence to the process. It's done mostly in silence uh, with a lot of stillness. It's not, a, it's not a very energetic in terms of uh, kinetic energy. There's not a lot of noise or um, loud expression that goes on, like a primal therapy or core energetics. It's not like that. Um, People start, they sit down to me and sit down next to me, and I just say, how can I help you today? Mm. And I ask them to just speak in a sentence or two, tell me what is weighing on them at that mm. moment, what has urgency and is really weighing them down or troubling them. I ask a few questions about their family history. I ask them what a good outcome would look like. If we do this process and it works, how would you know that it worked? And I, I ask for something concrete so that we can really tell if the process has been successful, that we'll have so what, evidence. What do people say is an outcome? Do they say, I won't have pain, I'll feel more fulfilled, um, my money situation will be better, my health will improve? I mean, are those things that people will say as, as a possible outcome? Some people are very uh, ambitious with what they ask for, and some people ask for things that are more modest. Uh, they will ask for... You know, I'd like to stop drinking. Uh, I want uh, to have more energy. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to know where to go in this relationship. Should I stay in it or should I leave the relationship? Mm -hmm. and, and then they will, a good outcome will be they'll act on it. They'll have the, their answer and then they'll take the appropriate action. 
All right. Um, we have a few minutes. Let's just start to touch a little bit on the, on the wellness and health aspect of this. Mm-hmm. People who come to you and say, Dan, you know, I really want to lose weight. I'm having so much trouble. Or, Dan, you know, I was just diagnosed with a, with a disease, whether it's cancer or something else, high blood pressure or heart disease, and they're scared and they come to you. Let's just do a little bit of that, and then we'll come back after the break and talk more about it. Okay, sure. Well, I mean, the first thing that, that I need to say is that the work that I do is not, it's not an alternative and it's not a substitute for any uh, medical treatment or psychological care that this is, a, is, is an add-on. So people need to uh, see their physicians and follow the treatment protocols that their doctors have prescribed. The second thing is that the premise that I work with is that the symptom is trying to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And the symptom can be the door to healing. The symptom is getting your attention. Because when we don't have symptoms, we just carry on. And when a physical symptom or a disease arises, it's a way of stopping us, interfering, and it gets our attention. So the question I ask is, what is the symptom trying to tell us? What do we need to pay attention to? And so we do the constellation process and we look. Often I uh, will set up a representative for the symptom, for the person and the symptom and we try to understand what is it the symptom needs. Mm. And, and through, can, through like a metaphor, in a sense, through an image. Yes. We're looking at a... The symptom very often represents a person in the family. The symptom is somebody's way of calling attention to themselves from the past. Mm-hmm. Again, this is an idea that it's very well described in all the ancient traditions, in Chinese, Native American, African traditions, old European traditions. This is not a new idea. But in the United States, it sounds like it's coming from uh, uh, out of this world. But the people in our families, our ancestors, our parents and our grandparents, they, there's a part of them that lives on inside of us through our genetic material, it's just contained in our heart somehow. The information is there. And when people are not able to complete something or resolve something in their lifetime, the need to resolve it gets transmitted to the next generation of children. And children are born with something inside of them that feels incomplete or needs to be addressed. So you're saying that there is a genetic component to the emotional issue. We always say there's a genetic component to the physical makeup, obviously. We ask a history, you know, we'll say, did your parents have heart disease or did your mother have breast cancer? But you're saying there's also a very strong genetic component to the emotional issues as well. Well, they found that the genetic researchers have discovered it. There's research that's just out from Rockefeller University that was published this year that they've seen that the effects of trauma are transmitted genetically uh, in mice and they can see the enzyme markers for four generations. If they traumatize mice and they breed them, they can see uh, enzyme markers for the trauma in the mice under the slide. So that's physical evidence Mm. that the effects of trauma get transmitted. And there's also research that's been done in Sweden where they've seen that the effects of a famine are felt 
uh, by the grandchildren mm-hmm. of uh, people that experienced famine. Interesting. All right, we're going to take a break. Fascinating material. My guest is Dan Cohen, Dan Booth Cohen. He's an internationally known Ph.D. psychologist who helps individuals and families resolve their most difficult conflicts and problems using an emotionally grounded and deeply profound European method known as the Systemic Family Constellation. His book is I Carry Your Heart in My Heart, and his website is hiddensolutionnos.com. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin right here on voiceamerica.com. There's more. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have a nationally known guest that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Today we're talking about family constellations. We're talking about healing ourselves from addictions, from grief, from depression. My guest is Dr. Dan Booth Cohen, Ph.D., who's an internationally known psychologist who helps individuals and families resolve their most difficult conflicts and problems using an emotionally grounded and deeply profound European method known as the systemic Family Constellation. He has worked with convicted murderers in prison, murderers. He's worked with children of Nazi perpetrators. He's worked with wealthy families in the privacy of their homes. But he helps ordinary people deal with relationship conflicts, money and career problems, loneliness, depression, addiction, and physical symptoms. 
His new book is I Carry Your Heart in My Heart. And he says we carry those past memories inside of us, and when we can get into those feelings, we can then release them. Welcome back, Dan. Thanks, Patricia. You know, I had said to you during the break, sometimes the best information comes out during a break, I said that I felt a tremendous calm and peace around you. (coughs) Excuse me. And you said you learned that from the prisoners. Talk about that. Well, they've really, they've really helped me. But these are men who have, uh, they committed terrible crimes. Uh, most of them uh, uh, killed other people, uh, have very violent and dark pasts, and now they've been incarcerated uh, 20, 30, uh, one of them over 40 years. And they have dedicated themselves to a healing and becoming a, a good people, becoming better people. They, they, they recognize the, the, the crimes that they committed and what they did and what they want to do now with their lives is not hurt anybody else and to uh, find a place of peace for themselves. So they've really uh, turned themselves into uh, wise men and wonderful healers and Sitting with them every month for the past five years has been a profound experience for me, and I find that it um, uh, they're with me uh, quite a lot of the time. And when I'm working, they're they're present, and I feel their uh, support and their their love. Um, and I take the benefit of the incredible work that we've done together. Um, and when I go out and I I sit with ordinary people and hear problems that are are the, the type of problems that everybody has, um, I feel the presence of these men with me, and, and they, they, the message is, well, um, you know, we've, we've uh, f- found a way to, to peace. We found a way to healing our hearts, and, and you also can. Uh, that and was I my feel question. Loving what have they taught and, you? And really and what you're saying is they've taught you peace in your heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's hard to convey because we have through... I don't know, Discovery or MSNBC, whatever those uh, prison documentaries they've churned out, and uh, and it's it's part of our societal societal norm is to perceive the uh, men in prison as the bad guys because it makes us feel better about ourselves. Uh, but these are human beings, and they have the same desire to be loved and to be better people as anybody else. Uh, the, the majority of them, the ones that I work with, and some of them have done very, very well in accomplishing that. Dan, how do you help people who are living with fear and pain, fear of an illness, fear of a relationship breakup, fear of money issues? How do you help them get in touch with that and release that fear or that deep pain? Well, one of the things I ask is whether the problem is older than you are. You know, whose fear was that before it was yours? Yeah. People think that there's something wrong with them or that this fear uh, lives inside of them uh, due to some a character flaw or some uh, bad fate that they have. But I ask the question, uh, whose fear was this uh, before it was yours? And we often see uh, that maybe it was the mother uh, the mother had that same fear, or the grandmother, mm-hmm. and that it's actually being carried, mm-hmm. uh, that it didn't start with them. Mm-hmm. So the first step is to ask that question, whose pain was it before it was yours? 
Mm. And then we look, and we can actually see who it was with with specificity. We can really take a look and and see what it was. I did a, a recent uh, constellation for someone, a man that has a son who's in trouble. Um, and we took a look, and there was an indication that there had been a, a fire of some kind four generations back, uh, perhaps a house fire. We didn't really have the facts, but we could just pick up the feeling that there had been a say, a house fire, and there had been fatalities. Family members had been killed, and there had been some, survi- some survived. And the ones that survived were filled with pain and fear. And that pain and fear got transmitted to uh, the next generation and the next generation, and now there's a, a young man who's filled with fear. And he's very, very afraid. And he has no idea that it's connected to this past trauma. So we take a look. And we can actually see the connection. And then we actually ask the ancestors who perished in that fire to, to bless the young man if he is free of their fears. Because this, maybe this fire happened 100 years ago or 150 years ago. Mm. And, and, and why should the living uh, carry the burden? And, and, and the parts of the ancestors that live on inside of us, in our hearts, in the unconscious parts of our brain, and in our, in our cells, they don't want us to suffer for them. To to them, we're the fruits of their sacrifice. They want us to find joy in their life, in our lives. So when somebody discovers an aha, that it was a parent or a grandparent or a great-grandparent, do they almost immediately let go or does it still take some time, Dan? Oh, it's very varied. Sometimes it's an instantaneous transformation. I've seen it happen just in a heartbeat and people are free. Very often people don't understand when the constellation's over they're just in a kind of state of, of um, confusion and they don't really understand what happened and it unfolds over a period of time. Sometimes they feel euphoric at first and then a few days later they go through a period where they really get in contact with the grief and the pain and it's very intense and they maybe have a dark night of the soul experience that can go for two or three days and then that clears and then the healing actually unfolds over time generally gradually, and the landscape changes slowly over time. So the good effect can take weeks or months or sometimes even a year to come to full flower. Okay. All right. What's the message of your book, I Carry Your Heart in My Heart? What's the message? Yes. The message is that anybody can be imprisoned and anyone can find freedom. Mm. And and that the, the the pain that afflicted our parents and grandparents lives on in us, and we actually feel it. We carry in the, we carry it in their heart, in our hearts, but we also carry the joy that they have at seeing us live a good life, and that we can give the pain back to them. They'll gladly take it, and they'll give us blessings. Uh, to live our life uh, to the fullest. Mm, how beautiful. So, Dan, in the few minutes we have left, what would you say is your personal message? I mean, you've been doing this process for many, many years. You've worked with all kinds of people from very, very varied backgrounds. What would you like to leave our listeners with in terms of your, your personal message? I think my personal message is, is, is no matter what, what you're carrying that feels like 
it can't change or can't get better, mm-hmm. uh, that it, it can get better, and that it's not actually that far away, that within a heartbeat, the solution is there, that all the love that you need is in your heart, and you're just not in contact with it at certain times. And when you make contact with it and really fill up with it, it's yours to keep forever. And that's the process that I'm trying to bring to people, is just to get them in contact with the love that is perfect and whole and lives inside of them all the time. And once they make contact with it, it's for them to keep. How beautiful. I really want to thank you for being on the program, Dan, and just want to tell people, my guest has been Dan Cohen, Dr. Dan Booth Cohen, who's an internationally known psychologist who helps individuals and families resolve their most difficult conflicts and problems using an emotionally grounded and deeply profound European method known as systemic family constellation. You can log on to Hidden Solution, no S, HiddenSolution.com. Dan travels all over the world, does workshops. He does workshops by phone, individual and group sessions. His book is I Carry Your Heart in My Heart. And uh, he would certainly be happy to hear from you. And can they write to you on your website? Yes, my, my email is dan at hiddensolution.com. And I'd be glad to hear from your listeners. Okay, I really appreciate this. All right, folks. So we've come to the close of Positive Living for today right here on voiceamerica.com. Remember... Uh, As I always say, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know that you can make your dreams come true. Log on to patriciaraskin.com, and I'd be happy to send you a copy of my newsletter, sign up for my newsletter list, my Positive Living campaign. I'd love to hear from you. And I also want to thank Voice America, who I've been with for a long time. They do such a great job. And I want to thank Travis, who's my producer, who does a great job. And until next week for Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great Monday. And a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.